What's going on, everybody? Let's fade this out. So, I have a wonderful surprise for you guys today. Um, we are Legal Ham to Face, and we have Big Bri back in the Big Boy Studios! Look what Fatty did! Oh, he's back! Yeah! Alright, Big Bri, welcome back, bud! Appreciate it, good to be back. Oh, I missed you. You know, you stared at your fat face. <laughs> <laughs> Has it gotten fatter, really? Well, not that much fatter. Is that your way of telling me? No, it, Less pizza? Yeah, you can do all you want with pizza. I can't tell you no pizza because you're still going to eat it. <laughs> so, so we want to uh, we want to welcome everybody to episode 15 of Illegal Ham in the Face. So hopefully, you got to listen to our fantasy football special. We want to let everybody know that the uh, Vampire League is getting ready to go. We have six people signed up right now. We want to do a ten man league. Mm-hmm. So we have four openings left. So, if you went in on the Legal Ham to the Face Vampire League, please hit us up on Twitter, hit us up in an email, or catch us on Facebook, okay? All at IllegalHamToTheFace.com. Alright, so we're going to get our show started today with our shout-outs for the week, mm-hmm. okay, Brian? So, you said you had a place you wanted to shout-out today. No? no. Oh, I, okay, I'll shout-out a couple um, that I was, you know, they kind of make my summer worthwhile over the last couple of years and one of them i've been in a golf league at ridgetop in medina so shout them out every monday night it's been a lot of fun and another one volleyball on thursday it's actually at a, a bowling alley but they have volleyball courts in the back it's out in wellington and so it's a bit of a hike but uh yeah shout them out it's called strikeout lanes so a lot of fun. They've made my summers worthwhile over the last couple of years. All right. So my shout outs today is, uh, Bri, I got to shout out our wives. Okay. For letting us do everything we do here because sure. without them, we wouldn't be together and having fun like we're having right now. So girls, we love you. Thank you for letting us get together and do this. We really, really do appreciate everything you do. We love you. So thank you guys. Make me look like a jerk, huh? No, no, okay. no. I'm not making, I said both. <laughs> well, we were okay. talking about it beforehand. Don't co-sign. get on. Co-sign. Co-sign. <laughs> ditto that thing. Ditto it. Nice. Ditto. All right. I didn't mean to make you look bad. I was trying to let both of our wives know. It's we, not we, that hard. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> so also, we have a special guest coming on next week. Her name is Lauren, and she is going to join us for the show next week. And we're going to get into some picky foods and some, you know, other things of that nature. Talk some tribe with her. And uh, if you want to follow her on Twitter, it is at Joker's Cuckoo. I believe I'm saying it right. I hope so. Because sure. if I'm not, I'm sorry, Lauren. How do you spell it? C-U-C-K-U-U. Okay. So that's what I'm going with Cuckoo. Kaku. Kaku. Nice. So, Lord, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for coming on the show with us next week. We really appreciate it. Bri, damn it, turn off your phone. We had to talk about this. Popular man, I guess. Uh, Knock that shit off. (laughs) (laughs) We're recorded now. You need to knock that shit off. (laughs) My bad, y'all. All right. So, this week, we have, with Bri being back in the studio, we get to play... Our trivia music for Bry's turn for trivia. It seems how yeah. I forfeited mine yep. last week. So, Bry, let's give it a quick hot second and... 
Awesome. There right. it was. Quit so, delaying the inevitable. Hold on. About to... Hold on. I got to give our... What in the world? Oh, we're playing this track over again. <laughs> no, I got to stop you for a second because our trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. Yes, it is. Papa V and Curb Appeal at curbappeal419.com. And if you get a hold of Papa V, tell him that the fat guy says hello. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead with your trivia. Okay. All right. So... For those of you that listened last week, we did a fantasy football episode, and to kind of ease you into it a little bit, I know you probably don't know a whole lot, but this one is fantasy related, but it's not too difficult if you know football. So, I started thinking, obviously we've been talking all off season on how good the Browns receivers are, Odell, Jarvis. Um, how good their running back is, Nick Chubb. So I was wondering to myself, okay, where do they rank in fantasy football stat-wise against the other top two receivers for each team and top running back? So I thought maybe they'd be at the top. Turns out they were sixth. Sixth in the NFL for fantasy points, two receivers, one running back. Who was the top team number one in fantasy football? Two receivers, one running back, added all together. PPR league. Okay. 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 I think I think I got it. Okay. I think I got it. I, I hope. I think so. I'm not sure. I think so. All right. All right. So, first off, on the show today, we have a world heavyweight mm-hmm. champion. Stipe Biocic. Mm-hmm. Doing what he does, defending the title, and walking out of there again. Stipe is the god-awful man in UFC. He's got to be the most decorated UFC heavyweight fighter, right? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. So, you and I, you watched it, correct? Yes, yes. You and I are not big UFC fans. Uh, are you? Well, I I, I, I I used to be, and then I kind of tamed out of it a little bit. Like, okay. I, I'll watch it. I right. think it's great. But, you know, I'm not, like, I don't know the people anymore like right. I used to with, like, George St. Pierre and all those back in the day. Mm-hmm. And that's my fault. Okay. Ken Shamrock, those guys. No, Tank no, Abbott, was he your no, guy? No, Tank oh, Abbott was your guy. Was, well, just because he's fat. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Country Boy Nelson? Yeah. yeah. Big Boy Roy Nelson. Yeah, so, we know kind of what goes on in UFC. Um, but I'd say we're like we're like fringe UFC fans. I might we're watch mediocre. a couple. Okay. Mediocre. If it's a big fight, we're going to watch exactly. it. And if it's, you know. An undercard, we might glance at it and then take a couple bites of a sandwich and fall asleep. Right, and especially because they they don't start the main event until midnight or something. Uh, I hear you on that one, bud. I really do. I got a call or a text from my brother saying he really wanted to watch, and I said, "Okay, I'll come over and watch it." And man, I I was blown away. I was on the edge of my seat for that entire fight, and my heart is just beating out of my chest because. In UFC, especially with the heavyweights, a fight could end like that. Oh, yeah. One punch, done. One punch. And that's what I thought a couple times. Cormier is throwing those giant... He just ducks down, throws a giant right hook, and he was... If he connects, man, I, I thought it was over a couple times. But somehow Stipe managed to fight through, and apparently talking to some of our other UFC friends that know more than we do, they were like, yeah, Stipe kind of had control of that fight the whole time. Yeah, I, I think towards the end is when he kind of lost it because he kind of got gassed out a little bit. Yeah. But still, like, hold on, think about this. You know, Stipe, when he weighed in, he only weighed like 230 pounds. <laughs> right. At 6'4", was he? Yeah, I mean, he's Jack Diesel, don't get me wrong. But most heavyweights come in there weighing 
250 plus and are huge. Yeah, Brock Lesnar was 265. Well, that I was mean, the max. I think day. I think 265 is the max because yeah, he had to, a, he had to cut weight to get he's to that. A Let's go. <laughs> hey, lunchbox hands that guy. Yeah, right. And that'd be something if uh, Stipe and Brock got together. But just it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. So after watching the interviews afterwards, you know, obviously Stipe retains his championship belt. Joe Rogan, one of the first few things he says is like, now it's understood. Stipe has kind of reached the level of a Tom Brady, of a Michael Jordan. To where you can't even really question. Ooh. It's just understood he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. He's well, he's defended. See, what I think what the UFC is, is they got a little upset with Stipe. Because Stipe isn't a flamboyant kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes out, does his work, and then goes off. They're looking for that guy that kind of can sell the heavyweight. They're yeah. waiting for him to lose the heavyweight title for years. Mm-hmm. Because he just, he wouldn't give them what they wanted. And it's just, that's his personality. And he went out and defended every time. Right. And he's they they want somebody that's going to completely 100% commit to UFC, move out to Vegas, move out to L.A., and just promote, promote, promote like a Conor McGregor. <laughs> what was that again? Let's do that again. You heard that, right? <laughs> Say it again. Let's do it again. McGregor. Okay, you're doing great. Um. And so the fact that he just kind of lives his life and he's, I mean, I was thinking about it this whole week, really, after that happened. And I, I've just been drunk on Stipe this whole week like, because uh, he's just a normal dude, right? He, with all due respect to Shaquille O'Neal, who I love, great TV show, uh, Dwight Howard, who, hey, he's okay. I still hate him because of, what was it, the 08 Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, God, you're holding too much. With all due respect to those guys, and I mean with all due respect, <laughs> uh, Stipe is modern-day Superman. Stipe is modern-day Clark Kent. He goes, he does his blue-collar job, uh-huh. and then he he's just he's the baddest dude on the planet a couple times a year, and nobody can take him down. Yeah. And so I'm just in awe just how he can remain so normal after being such this giant superstar. And being the baddest dude on the planet. And, I mean, kudos to him because, yeah, I want to be Steve A. Miocic when I grow up. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, just think about that. You know, we're dads. Well, I'm a dad. You're wanting to be a dad. And we go through all these things. We sit there and we joke around about it, especially with the job we do. And we're like, this guy's actually working and kicking ass. He doesn't have to work. No, he doesn't have to work at all. He does it because he loves doing it. Right. And he loves this area, which is even better. And I didn't even fully understand that. You, we always heard that. Okay, he's a firefighter. Yeah, what is he going? One day every three months, two days every three. No, you call if you live in East Lake and you want to meet Steve Miocic, You start a little uh, laundry fire. You call the firefighters, and he'll come on right over. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't, public yeah. public service okay, announcement. Go ahead, Bri. You cannot start fires to get steep Amiocha. <laughs> All right, stop it. Don't do it. Yo, I got to save. Stop it, Brian. Why Good, would call. You, why? Good call. I'm okay. just saying. You're, I mean, you really are hypo- joking with A, aren't you? Uh, hypothetically. All right. But just the way that he represents this area. I, he when, loves Cleveland. When he came out, what do you hear? C-L-E till I die. Oh, yeah. And you're just. 
I was falling. So the fight before, who was it? Um, Sugar Shane O'Malley. I'm falling asleep for that fight. I'm like, all right, is this fight over yet? As soon as that music starts, I'm like, yep. <laughs> repping that bone thugs till I die. <laughs> and I'm just, oh, I'm ready to go. And he's just, he's embraced this area. He represents this area. We think, we know LeBron did what he did oh, yes. for us. But there was always this kind of divide between Akron and Cleveland for him. It, for me, it seemed like. Like, Akron was his home. Cleveland was where he worked. And so that's why he went down to Miami. I think if if it was the Akron Cavaliers, I don't think he ever would have left. But really? because it was the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's like, okay, there's kind of a divide between the two. Stipe fully embraces the area. And what have we heard? What are the two biggest stories over the last year in sports for Cleveland? What do we talk about all the time? How Lindor is going to leave. Yes. How Odell Beckham wants to be traded. Yes. So all And how LeBron left a couple years ago. All we talk about is how guys leave the area. And this is a guy who fully embraces. You're forgetting something. What's that? Lake Area Monsters. What about the Monsters? They won the title. Oh, okay. Hey, if you say so. <laughs> News to me. <laughs> well, you are not a hockey fan, are you? No, no, uh, no that's really. Right. So, I mean, just, just like I said, I've been drunk on him for a week, and I'm, I'm riding high. And I think so. This was a question I posed to you earlier. Yes, Stipe and all he's accomplished, the fact that he's the baddest dude in the baddest division in the UFC. Yes. So that's just understood at this point. Is he one of the greatest Cleveland athletes of all time now? He's got to be up there. There, There's no way you cannot put him up there because his reign and what he's done in the UFC, you've got to put him up there. I mean, there's no, you can't not put, it's just like, you know, we have Jim Brown up there. We have what, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas is up there. Right. We have LeBron. And it's got to be Stipe as our. So that's your four. If we can do that, I mean that would be sports talk radio. That would be the Mount Rushmore. That's your right? Rush, Mount Rushmore is I those mean, four. I mean, yeah, you got to think of it, right? Okay. Hey, I'm not going to tell you how to think. I think I, I mean think those it's, are it's pretty, four pretty damn good choices. I mean, I'm not going all the way. You know, Jim Brown's all the way back, but Jim I mean, Brown, in, like mm-hmm. in our era, yeah. You know, it's you know, you're sitting there, you're looking at LeBron, you're looking at Stipe, you're looking yeah. at. I mean, it's just it, it's crazy. And UFC, the only thing that hurts Stipe is UFC is still, what, maybe 6th, 7th, 8th, something like that in the rank of hierarchies for sports. Yeah, well, the good thing thing that UFC did, though, is during this whole pandemic, they were able to go. Yeah. You know, they they tested. You know, if you tested positive, you were out. And look who's coming, the devil cat. (laughs) Of course he is. So, you know, Stipe has got to be up there. So, you know, like we said, it you can't take him away from anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like it, like we said at the beginning, we're neither one of us are giant UFC fans, but we can appreciate greatness when we see it. Oh yeah. And the fact that he's in an individual sport and he doesn't have teammates to rely on. He has to go in there match in and match out and do his thing. And come out with a victory. So, I agree with you. He's probably up there. He's probably one of my top five, you know, top four guys that 
has done what he's done and the greatness he's achieved. And I can't remember a guy who's championed the city of Cleveland like he has since what, maybe Bernie Kosar or something? Yeah, well, hold on. LeBron, yeah. LeBron, LeBron, obviously, but okay, it gotta, cuts deep the hey, fact gotta, that he left twice. You got to throw at Johnny football for about four bucks. <laughs> All right, show over. All that's right, enough. that's what I thought. All right, so speaking of Johnny football, <laughs> okay, we are going to get into Brown's training camp. They put the pads on, big fella, mm-hmm. and they're hurting each other all over the board. We have injuries like you would not believe. So you got, let's see here, Chubb with a concussion. Yeah. You have, which they announced today, Kevin Johnson with a lacerated liver. Okay. Oh. You have Mac Wilson with what's looking like a season-ending knee injury. You have Miles Garrett with a hamstring. Mm-hmm. You have J.C. Treader out. Mm-hmm. You have Ogan Joby with a groin. Oh. So you have key players on your team, and plus they're still kind of bringing along Odell and Jarvis. Yeah. So you got some key players that are kind of like, eh. But, you know, as I say, though, you know, I pull a hamstring every time I get out of bed. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. They're, they're expected Miles Garrett to come back next week in practice, so it should be okay. Mm-hmm. As for Mac Wilson, we don't know. They haven't come out of word, but probably but, not. But if Ro- you're looking for a second opinion, that means the first opinion wasn't very good. Yeah, it, it probably was not. You know, after I saw the video, I did one of these. I was like, Hoo-hoo. "Oh, I didn't <laughs> see the video." Oh yeah, because I saw I saw his whole leg just kind of stop, and I'm like, Whoa. "Yeah, non-contact <laughs> knee injuries usually mean you're out for a long time." But the bright side is, is our secondary is looking really good right now. Mm-hmm. The offense is trying to come along. Okay. Uh, Njoku still can't catch a freaking pass. Uh, your boy, Peoples Jones, caught a touchdown pass. Yep. You know. From Baker on Greedy Williams. Uh, so you're getting excited about that, which bit. I understand. A little bit. Uh, but from what we're hearing, I mean, Camp's just going along. The offense obviously is way behind the defense. Defense is just kind of smoking them right now. Right. I mean, the, but, the offense... We all, if you expected the offense to look great right out of the break, I mean, I don't know what to tell you because it's going to take a lot longer than three, four practices for all these guys to come together and learn. That's why we have four or five weeks to try and get ready for our first game because up to this point, it's been Zoom meetings. It's been, okay, I think you go here. I think you go over there. Now they're on the field. Now they're seeing it. So it's going to look a little rough early on. But my yeah, my biggest concerns are the injuries because I think everything else will get better. The injuries really put focus on these rookies. And let's count. I don't think I, I think I need two hands to count the rookies that we are counting on for this year. Obviously, Jedrick Wills. Yes. Obviously, Grant Delpit. Yes. For the whole year. Now with... Wilson being out, we need our third-round pick, Jacob Phillips. Yes. We need our third-round pick, Elliot. His name escapes me at this point because Jordan Billings. De- Jordan Elliott. Jordan Elliott. Thank you. Because Billings opted out. Yes. He's now our third defensive tackle. Okay. And we know as fat guys, those fat guys get tired well, pretty I, quick. I hear you. So they got to be rotating in and out. So there's four. And... Now, J.C. Treader's out. Yes. So, so we think uh, Nick 
Wilson. Harris. Harris. I'm Nick sorry. Harris. <laughs> is Nick Wilson. <laughs> My bad, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Uh, so there's five guys right there that we're counting on. Now with uh, Kevin Johnson going out today. Yes. Now we need our undrafted guy, A.J. Green, to step up. Well, they're saying there's a couple other guys in camp that are going to step up. And they're also, well, they're also talking about uh, the safety. Uh, Which one? Carl Carl Joseph? Nope. Sandejo. Yes. You can come down and play Sandejo. a slot. Okay. And then, then they can put Carl Joseph over top. I know. Well, so, so we're they, not even they, a week they, in, and but, we're talking but, about putting a but, safety at corner. But they have options, and they still have time. This is right at the beginning right. of camp. They still have time to figure this stuff out and get it going. You're right. So now, would you, since Mac Wilson's out, would you bring in another linebacker? I think you have to. I think they need a veteran. Because, because, BJ Goodson is a veteran on the staff. Because you know the name one. that keeps floating around. I do know. And his dad is a legacy here. His dad is a legacy. Yeah. So, how would you feel if they got him? I would. I mean, as a Browns fan my whole life, I would love it. Without even thinking about now it. Bring you, him in. Would you buy that jersey? Oh, yeah. Oh, would they let him wear 57? Well, 57 is available. Is it? It is available. It's not retired? Or no? well, well, I guess, I, yeah. I guess, I guess some rookie. Retire uh, well, I guess some rookie has it. You know how to take care of a rookie <laughs> if they got it. So, be like, hey, give me that jersey. But without trying to get too excited over that, it sounds like the Browns like linebackers that are fast. Yes. And when you're 34 years old. You're not as fast as a 22 or a 23-year-old. Hold on. How old are you? 35. How fast are you? Super fast. Okay. <laughs> um, so so I, don't, I don't have high hopes. I would love that they I, – I wish in my perfect world they bring in Clay Matthews Jr. and they bring in another younger veteran to kind of help out these guys that we have now, lead them, and maybe play even a little bit. But we just need something at the linebacker position. There's guys out there like Alec Ogletree who's produced for five, six, seven years on multiple teams. You can bring him in. He, he'd he fill the void that you have right now. But just losing Mac Wilson, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, because we had such high hopes for him. He could have been one of the best linebackers in the AFC North if he continued to progress. The way, yeah. I, now, I, now we don't know. I agree. I agree. Also, we're going to get into the uh, whole tight end situation, Brian. And I didn't let you know on this mm-hmm. because, you know, you had Njoku, who wouldn't be traded. Now he's back with the team. Now he's all happy, got lucky for now. And he has a press conference saying, I'm here for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. From what we've been hearing, Bryant has been playing like a baller out there. And they are really impressed with it. So how long is the leash on Njoku? Because we, we understand Bryant's going to be a third guy out. Because yeah. Njoku knows everything. and you know, he's, Right. We get that. So if Njoku comes out first few games and still can't catch a ball, which, I mean, I'm fat, you hit me in the belly, I'm probably going to catch it at some point in time. <laughs> so I'm sorry. To take it back uh, to a previous discussion, there were times when Daniel Cormier was throwing those punches. I saw King Hippo. I Did you? <laughs> that That's what popped up in your that head right exactly now? exactly what, because he had that lazy eye. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, geez. You brought, you brought in the lazy No, no oh, go okay. ahead. No, that's all you All right. Well, now we got off on that tangent. Ready to go. All right. <laughs> My bad. So, uh, what do you think? 
of Harris and Bryant taking over for uh, the Joker? Uh, it won't happen right away. We'll give the veteran the benefit of the doubt. And probably what it'll come down to is if Najoku has a big drop in a big situation. Third down, game on the line, or, you know, just, just a drive breaker. All right. Everybody noticed it. This guy can't catch. We all knew he can't catch. So it's time to bring in the new blood and see how he does. And especially if it's before the trade deadline, if you can get anything at all at this point for Najoku, see you later. Okay. Well, that's where we're at with it. Yeah. So we have on our list today, also, here comes the devil cat back. Uh, We have on our list today, as I was saying before, before the kid interrupted, Brian, uh, on defense, who are you most excited to see on defense besides the stars? Besides Vernon, besides Garrett, besides, you know, Ward. Right. What what one defender are you excited to see this year? Um, Probably for me, it's Grant Delpit. Just because we've heard of his upside while he was at LSU. We know he's a stud cover safety. You know, there's always questions on his tackling. And so maybe, hopefully, he shores those up before the season. But, yeah, just to see what kind of difference maker he can be. Because in Cleveland, the last couple of years, we haven't had a difference-making safety. We've had a good cover corner in Denzel. Greedy was coming along. I'm ready for that next wave of young talent to come in. And hopefully that's the start of a Pro Bowl season, a Pro Bowl uh, career. Uh, Pro Bowl season would be nice, but I'll, I'll give him a couple years before my expectations for him are super high. But I expect him to come in, look prepared, look like a starting caliber safety, and then after that we'll go from there. Okay, like the one I'm excited to see is uh, Carl Joseph. Okay. I can't wait to see what he does and actually give it a chance. I think he could actually, I think he could be something for this team. Right. I think he could be that hard hitter that they need to kind of set the tone and get everything going right. Yeah, he's a seasoned veteran, and so he's had a couple years in the league. Lord knows he came in with a ton of talent, and because Mac Wilson got hurt, we're going to have to ask him to do a lot more, I think. We might have to have him play linebacker in a dime defense or a nickel defense. So move him up kind of like Jabril Peppers did at Michigan. I'm sure you don't remember that, but... They moved Jabril to linebacker. Oh, I did. I, I know. You remember his senior year. Yeah. Because he was a good cover guy, but he was also a good tackler. So you move him up to the linebacker. So I think that's what they're going to do with Carl Joseph. I mean, just because they're so shallow with talent at linebacker, bring him up, let on those third and eight, third and nines, let him play. He can handle himself against the run, but he can also be a superb cover linebacker for you in those sets i am we're going to have a guest on today oh right so okay so behind the scenes okay we my baby sister okay is a detroit tigers fan we're getting ready to get the indians talk here Ugh. but since they've lost 20 straight i gotta give my baby sister a call here in just a second and just rub it in a little bit because that's the kind of loving brother I am, especially after all the years of her going, oh, Biggie, oh, Victor, 
So guess what? It's time to get payback. You ready for this, Bri? 20 in a row. 20 in a row. I want to hear it. Give me, give me one second. Let me get her on the horn. So here we have her, Bri. All right. Mm-hmm. Here on the Fat Boy Hotline, we have my baby sister, Yoshi. All right. Hi, kiddo. Hello. So you thought the entire day I was setting you up for something? Yeah. I mean, you called me and said, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we brought you on the show for a reason. Okay. There there was a time where you were like a superb, superb Indians fan. You wore the garb. You went to the games. And then you got married. And then you turned to the dark side. So I just want to let you know. How's the twenty-game losing streak going, Detroit Tigers? Going fantastic. Yeah, that's what I thought. Brian, say hi to my sister. How's it going? Hello. So I knew you were setting me up. Oh, I had to set you up. You know I love <laughs> Sorry you. Sorry for this. This is not fair. I knew it. Well, what do you expect? They lost twenty in a row, and by the time this weekend's over with, when they sweep them again, they're going to have the MLB record for kicking somebody's ass. Just great. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> love you. I love you too. All right, you. I knew you were setting me up. That's okay. You get your foot better, okay? Because we're all not young anymore. You know, you fractured an ankle because you know you're trying to do stuff. Yeah, evidently your bones get brittle the older you get, which I did not get that memo. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> all right, kiddo. Thank you for being, playing along with me and coming on the air with us. Yeah, sure. Anytime. All right, next I'll bring. Time, try I'll, not to set me up. I'll, I won't set you up next time. Okay, I love you. <laughs> All right, I love you. All right, we'll try. See you. Bye. Bye. All right, Brian. I had to do it. Mm, I, I had I to understand. do it because you know she she takes a good spirit though because she dished it out to us for years and she is oh here comes the you're welcome and a couple other choice words for her brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's okay. I love her. You know, it's all good fun. But the uh, the Indians, you know, you were worried about the offense, and you know what's good yep. good for a offensive surge? Terrible teams. Terrible teams. Terrible teams. We what? can all start feeling better about our offense. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, you got the Tigers. You got the what the Pirates. You got yeah. the Tigers oh, again. Yeah. So soak it up, buddy. Bring us the they're bad hit, news, Bears. They're hitting the home runs, oh, yeah. and they're just going to town. The only thing that scares the crap out of me is Lindor still isn't around yet. You know what scares the crap out of me? Every team above five hundred. Oh, that well, that too. <laughs> hey, you gotta take them. You gotta beat up with those I teams. I understand. I'm sorry. Hey, that brings us right back into this race again. We're only like a game behind Minnesota right now. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So we're right there now, bud. Well, and like Joe Bear said last week, it takes the Indians time to get going for whatever reason. I don't know the reason, but. It's better to peak at the end of the year than the beginning of the yes. year. Yes, and like he said with the starting pitching, you know they they got a little uh, bonus there. But he did misjudge what the Indians did with Plesac and Clevenger. Yeah, did you hear this? Did you See, hear about the meeting in Detroit? Uh, vaguely. So they were told to bring their stuff to Detroit because they were act- get ready to activate them off of because they both tested negative. Uh huh. I guess they went to Detroit. They had a players-only and team-only meeting with some players very, very, very upset with those two. Mm -hmm. And one of them being Oliver Perez, the Gray Fox. (laughs) 
He actually said that if those two get activated to the roster, he would opt out. So that tells you a lot of how that clubhouse is feeling about those two right now. And guess what? Instead of him opting out, they got sent to Lake County. So you're going to have to explain something to me. I didn't think there was a minor league this year. There's <laughs> so, so what, it's, are they just hanging out in Lake County? So what they're doing is, uh, was it the captains? Yeah, captains. Lake County captains. Lake, yeah, so they are there. They have 15, I think 15 or 20 people there as reserves. Okay. And then those can be called up at any time. They still practice out there. They still, but it's like they're a little They don't play like, games. They don't play games. All practice. It's just all practice. They get together, they bat, whatever. Okay. But what you told me today excited the crap out of me yeah. because- out of this, we finally get to see Christian McKenzie mm-hmm. come up to the majors. I guess he's getting a start on Saturday. Starting Saturday. It's been five years in the making. I guess he was drafted in the first round of 2015. So we've been hearing about him for the last couple of years. And I don't know. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Isn't Has that been his issue in the past? Just health? I, I a little bit with the health, but I think it was more of a development thing. They wanted to Wasn't get he up a couple of years ago? He might have been. Okay. and And just couple spot starts and then yeah. went back down. Okay. But, so, you know, but we still have Savali went out last night and pitched a complete game. Oh, really? yeah. One run complete game. Right. So, you know, that was his, he said it was his first career uh, complete game since high school. So Really? Yeah, so he was really pumped about it. Everybody was cheering for him. So, yeah. you know, when he got the nod saying the ninth was his, he was all sorts of excited. He's a stud. He can be your third pitcher. Well, I mean, they already got... Well, you said they got Beebs is going tonight. They got Cookie. Right, right. They got Savali. They got Pluko and Pluko. Pluko. You. Pluko. 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 No E, as we found out last week. Yeah. Well, you're Plu- now Plu- you're messing Plu- me up Plu- thinking I'm saying Pluko. Pluko. <laughs> I don't know what you said. <laughs> and then who's after Pluko? Well, who am I forgetting? Well, now it would be McKenzie. Yeah, I guess it's McKenzie. Yeah, because so, we had six and we lost two, so we only yeah. have four. So, yeah, so McKenzie, if he does good, he might finish off the end of the rotation. And you know what that means. That means Clevenger, bye-bye. See you later. Please sack two. Well, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he keeps acting like a bonehead on Instagram, well, yeah, why I, do we need him? I, I get you. That's yeah. how the team feels, too. Oh, trust me, I know how the team so feels. So if you bring him back and everyone hates him, I hey, mean, that's not a good chemistry. The next day when your starting pitcher that had to start for Clevenger because of everything calls him a grown-ass man, you know something messed up in there. All right? I, they, I like it. There was a lot. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that the veterans kind of kept their cool as much as they could. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they had a meeting about this, and we had um, – Baskin and Feltz had Brian Anderson on today. Do you remember Brian Anderson? I do. Okay. Pitcher from 34 yes. from early 2000s. Yes. So he was talking about um, his co-host down there in Tampa because they're part of the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. And he said that the co-host down there, the person that he was talking to, goes, he goes, kudos to the Cleveland Indians. He goes, that has got to be the hardest choice to do. He goes, not saying it's a right choice. But it is a difficult choice to do that and to see how tight that clubhouse is. I think, honestly, this is what the Indians needed to get them to come together and figure their shit out and start winning. So, because since then, since this whole freaking ordeal, mm-hmm. they're what, like 9 and 11? So, this all went down like, what, a week ago when they were playing the Cubs and they just kind of fell flat on their face against the Cubs. White Sox. 
Okay. So it started with the White Sox, and then they fell foul in their face with the clubs. And then okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so they've played Detroit and Pittsburgh. And up to this point, they've won five in a row. Yes. Well, maybe even more if you go back to Chicago White Sox. I think it's seven now. Seven in a row. So you're telling me you attribute that to the fact that they made the right decision, they sent these guys down, thus telling the rest of the team that we're not going to put up with this, and that's how they got into their good state of mind? Well, I'm saying that the whole team, because it was a team decision. It wasn't just, I mean, the whole team did not want them there. So you think that's had something to do with them going on this run? Hey, clubhouses are finicky, bud. You get one thing to pull you together, you understand that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've played sports. Right. You need one thing to bring you together, and it could be the smallest little thing. It could be the smallest little press clipping. It could be the smallest little something that was said in an interview. It could be the tiniest little thing, but Mm -hmm. it will bring you together. And I think this, with everybody airing out the air with those two knuckleheads, and I'm not saying they did anything horribly wrong. No. But they already had a talk with the team about it. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That talk, they didn't listen to it. They had to follow the guidelines, and they did not follow the guidelines. Now, that's on them. But the team, rest of the team, followed those guidelines. Mm Mm-hmm. I, there's probably something to that, at least a little bit, because if you have somebody in the locker room that nobody gets along with, if that's the case, that they started playing better because those two got sent down, it probably started a whole lot longer before they sent them down, before they got in trouble. They probably just don't like those couple guys, in my opinion. And so I attribute it more to the fact that they're playing some bad teams. Okay, I understand. I mean, but you still got to win. You still got to win. I'm not going to yeah, You still got to kill them for winning or anything. I mean, but we'll, we'll see after this weekend with Detroit and uh, next week with Minnesota, we'll see where it's at. Uh, I've tried to stay consistent the whole year. Show me wins against the Twins, wins against the Cubs. I'm not even asking you to sweep them. I'm just saying split with the good teams. That's all. And then you can beat up on these bad teams after that. But with McKenzie starting this week, do you think if he does well, these next couple starts, are those other guys gone? I think Clevenger is gone. I think Clevenger is gone. The only reason why Clevenger is 29, they don't have that much time left on his contract before he actually becomes, you know, the arbitration and all that period, mm-hmm. before he becomes a free agent. Now, granted, because of what he did, they get an extra year out of him. But I think, uh, I think that bridge is burnt because... Yes, Plesak came out and said what he said and did what he did, but also Plesak is, what, 25, I think? Yep. 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Club's 29. Yeah. With a kid. You should know better, bro. You should. Yeah. Like, you know, we. Ha- I have a family. Do you see me? I, I understand dinners and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. I got me, you and me, staring at each other at our face. You were gone for three weeks because pretty. your wife tested positive, right? Right. Because you didn't want to take that risk. Yep. But at least you let me know. Mm -hmm. You know what Clev did? Didn't let them know. He doubled down on everything. He wrote a play with them. He was in the meetings with them. He chimed in his two cents. Mm -hmm. So I think, honestly, Clev is gone. Bye-bye. Bring bring in some outfield help or something. Why, the outfield is starting to gel now. Well, what would you you try to trade him for then? Because you could get something decent for him, right? It all depends. It all depends on what they can try to get for him. But I mean, it, you know, you don't want their whole thing is you don't want to give up an asset, you know, especially over this. 
So they could actually sit there and say, no, 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 we're going to keep it. We're just going to let the season go over and see how well it goes over Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But I think eventually he's going to be gone and he's going to be dealt. And, you know, (sighs) I don't I don't think I can answer that just because I'm not in that locker room and I'm not in that front office. I don't see. So we know they made the mistake. Plesak went on Instagram, made a fool of himself. Um, and Clevenger didn't report anything and rode back on the team plane. So that's what we have to go by. Yes. Not being in that locker room, not knowing these guys at no. all. No. Hopefully they know these guys well enough. If they are remorseful for what they did and they say, hey, it was a boneheaded move. I made that one mistake. I understand that I'm part of the team and I need to be better. And I say you keep them. But if they're like Trevor Bauer and they say, Whoa. You guys don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to do me. Yeah. Get rid of them. All the Trevor See Bauer hate. I'm not going to listen to the who's, Trevor who's clever? Who's Clevenger's best friend? Plesak. Trevor Bauer. Plesak. No. I saw him on some podcast oh, or TV show okay. or something. Okay. So those guys are super close. If Clevenger is more Bauer than he is Plutko. See? Goodbye. <sighs> Yep, uh, you just don't like Bauer. I, I You're just care. being a hater, but that's okay. No. All right, Brian. You ready to get into it? Okay. All right. So we will talk more Indians next week with Lauren, which I, we're both really excited to have Lauren on. Yeah. All right. So, Brian, here's the gun. <laughs> okay. And here is the pig. Yeah. We are going to play an episode of Eat It or Pass It. Now, last week, I had to cut out probably 15 minutes of our episode because of technical issues that's good stuff i know it was good stuff so we had joe barrow on last week and we were talking about ketchup but before the ketchup rant there was hamburgers Mm -hmm. and what should or should not go on a hamburger so we are going to play our episode of eat it or pass it so brian give him the eat it what's the eat it noise okay what's the pass it noise all right, so you got, got it. it. Got it. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Brian and see what he would actually try because I'll eat anything. Right, you shouldn't be asking. So I'm not. I'm, tastes are very different. Yeah, so I'm asking Brian. This is all Brian right now. All yeah. right, so Brian, mm-hmm. we're going to go with peanut butter on a hamburger. Would you try it? Would I? Would you try it? Would I try it? Yes. You're going to eat that all day, aren't I'll you? I'll try it. I probably won't order it, but. Yeah, sure. I love peanut butter. I love burgers. Bring it. Okay, so now we're going to get into, what about a grilled pineapple? Oh, your fruit on my my burger? Come on now. Tomato's a fruit. We already went over this with Joe Bear. I don't eat a tomato either. Next. What is wrong with you? Oh, good Lord. What is wrong with you? (laughs) All right. What about grilled onions? Would you do grilled onions on your burger? Oh, yeah. I love grilled onions. Okay. What about horseradish sauce? Yeah. I'd I'd try it. I'd try it. I probably wouldn't love it because I don't love horseradish sauce, but I don't hate it. Okay. Let's see. Let's bring out something. What about a... I know we have shrimp burgers. What about a shrimp? What? Shrimp burger. Yes. Okay, so you're not going to do shrimp Don't on do it. Don't do any kind of seafood. Okay, what about coleslaw? Do you like coleslaw on a burger? Uh, 100% fatty pig. Okay, 
Let's see here. What else can we bring up that we think that you might think is disgusting? What about pierogies? Would you put a pierogi? Oh, man, that's potatoes. What about other meats? Because your meat-to-bread ratio. So it was brought up to me by Big Boy Phillips that he does a ham hamburger. Okay. So he puts ham and cheese on his hamburger. What do you think about that? You did both? I did both. Because... You can't do both. I'll do it on the hamburger, but I'll eat the meat separate. I'll pull the meat off, I'll eat it first, and then so I'll you eat will, my hamburger. So you will put pulled pork on a hamburger? No. I mean, I would if you really wanted me to, but if I get... Like my wife and I went out last weekend, she had a burger with pulled pork on it. Uh-huh. I ate pulled pork off it, and then I had half the burger. But... So you you never had a pulled pork burger sandwich. You never had the. It's almost like having you have bacon on a sandwich, right? I'd have bacon. Absolutely, it's no, the same thing. No, no I mean, it is the same no. thing. Sorry, you cannot say it's not the same nope. thing. It is Sorry. pork. Nope, I don't like meat on meat. What is bacon? A uh, meat topper. <laughs> it's a topper. Okay, it's it's like lettuce. It's like onion rings. It's bacon. Ham, ham can be a topper. It's one slice of ham. I don't it's think a, I've ever seen ham on a hamburger. I know. That's, as as kinda, crazy as it sounds. It kind of threw me off a little bit. <laughs> so I've seen pulled pork, uh, brisket maybe even. Yeah, but, I, I've seen ribs. I've seen, I've seen a lot ribs, of stuff yeah. on a hamburger. So, like, man, I'm running out of ideas. You know how bad that is? That we, we've only done like What are four... the things? I mean, jalapenos, any, side of, any well, kind of pepper I hey, do. Well, I've seen you do the jalapeno. And that ended up bad with the hiccups and you drinking like four gallons of water. Yep, a lot of sweat. That that was that Red Robin. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Red Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Before they closed on us. They gone. They gone. Over there in the wonderful, beautiful, uh, what is that, Beachwood? Pinecrest. It's Pine, now well, Slimans. Yeah, it's a Slimans now. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so jalapeno peppers, blah, 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 blah. We just, no meats. No. Uh, egg? I'd, I'd even say no to egg. Really? I, what if I mean, it, I'd what? eat it. It's like it's like an IPA. If, if you're going to offer me here, have half this burger, it has egg on it, I'll eat it. But at no place or time will I ever order it. Wow. Sorry. You... So I saw, okay, so what about a glazed donut burger? Oh, yeah, I mean. What, yeah, what you forgot the pig. Me, <laughs> okay. That twice on Sunday. Okay, well, what about a waffle mac and cheese burger? Waffle? I'll, all the way home. Now, will you eat the mac and cheese off of it? No, and then you, no. Uh-huh. You would leave the mac, oh, and, so you, mac and cheese. So you leave the mac and cheese on, but yep. you'll take off the meat. Yeah, you're right. Dang right. I don't need extra meat on meat. You are a special, special character. I'm just telling you. Well, next week's episode with Lord, we're going to get into some picky foods. Okay. okay. We're going to get into foods. Now, this obviously doesn't pertain to me because I eat right. everything. I've seen you eat. Ham hocks, are they called? Ham hocks. I've eaten liver. <laughs> I've eaten cow tongue. I've eaten Rocky Mountain oysters. Ugh. I have eaten. I, hey, I wrestled for years and I starved myself. Yeah. For years. Yeah. Why do you think I'm so fat now? <laughs> making up for lost time. I am making up for lost time and I will eat anything. If you put a tire in barbecue sauce, I'm going to chew on it for a little bit and see how it tastes. Okay. 
I'll, next week we'll try it. All right. Well, make tire sure tire eating competition. Make sure it's a Michelin. I don't do no <laughs> cheap tires. Oh, right. not a good year. Not a good not, year. No, guess you're not local. No, I'm not even close to local, especially with an Akron. <laughs> All right. So after the hamburger rant, we're going to get into our top three. And hold on a second, Bry. Yeah. So our top three today, and we already went through like our fast food cheeseburgers and everything. We wanted to bring up hamburgers. So we're going to give our top three sit down burgers mm-hmm. of places where we like to eat at and get a good burger. Okay. So I'm going to start it off. Yep. And Brian and I both, and we're going to go to this place because we both saw the burgers. We're going to go to Grindstone Tap House in Berea. They have some of the best looking burgers. Now, I haven't had them yet, but they look freaking phenomenal. You haven't had them and they're in your top three? I, I got to take you with me. Have you seen these things? No, I don't remember. I, I showed you these burgers. Yeah. These things are like stacked up like this and it looked glorious. Okay, I'll so, go. But I mean, that's okay. We'll give that one as an honorable mention honorable because mention. I haven't had it. Please. Okay, so my number five, and I'm going to have to go with something on the east side that we go to a lot. I'm going to go with Scorchers. I love yeah. to sit down and have a Scorchers burger because mm-hmm. it is absolutely great. Okay. So there's my number three. Uh, all right. So I'll come back, and it's a place in Dinah, and it's a place that I love. It was on my top three bar list, mainly because. They have a good selection of beer, but they also have fantastic burgers. They have something called a Scotty Burger with um, whiskey barbecue sauce and onion straws. What? It's on tap. All right. Yep. Number three. You want my number two now? Do your number two. My number two is also a place that I've talked about on here. The Buckeye Express. Okay. This one burger, I'm telling you, it probably should be my number one. But because I had my number one last weekend, it's fresh in my mind. It was uh, Texas toast. It was some kind of cheese. I don't even remember. It was um, bacon. It was macaroni and cheese. And it was some sort of barbecue glaze. And my goodness. Hey, if the Buckeyes can do one thing good, it's burgers. Okay. My number two is Mr. B's tavern in parma heights okay they have their mr b burger which is their play with a roman burger okay but if you go get it i highly recommend adding banana peppers also to it because it is delicious Mm. so my number one Mm -hmm. and here we go okay you ready for this bring it should i do a drum roll sure you're gonna think i'm weird Oh, never mind. Lost a drum roll. Yeah, I'm just joking. Uh, my number one, there is a place out here called Suds McGuire's. Sud? Spuds. S- oh, Spuds. Spuds McGuire's. Spuds okay, okay, and it's out in uh, Berea, Old Said Township, and they have got some of the greatest burgers there. They really, really do. Yeah. It's a sit-down restaurant? Yes. Is it like a it's bar? A, it's like or... a little bar. A little bar. Spuds McGuire, are they, so they're known for their beers? Let me double check real quick. I think it's Spuds. Go ahead with your number one. My number one, like I mentioned, um, I went there this past weekend. I've been there probably only three or four times, but they've all been within the past year. And hopefully we have some listeners a little bit down south. 
You got it there? Yeah, it's... Hold on. Let me make sure. Yep, never mind. It's Suds McGuire's. Suds. S-U-D-S. S-U-D-S. I'm sorry. Okay. That Sud, was my fault. Suds McGuire's. That was my fault. Your number one. My number one is called Muddy's. It's in Worcester. And it used to be an old um, car dealership. Really? It, it's just one giant room. Not a whole lot to it. I mean, they have tables, they have booths, but they make a damn good burger. And so, like I said, it, it's been on my mind for the last week, and so I, I don't think I've ever had a better burger than that. So, you're down in Worcester, it's worth the trip from Medina or Akron or wherever you're at. Go check it out. Uh, Highly recommended. So, oh my God, I forgot. What, what, oh, there it is. I got the Angry Abbey from Suds. Okay. Lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, jalapenos, Ohio pepper jack cheese, and sriracha mayo. Okay. It lit me up for a couple days. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was about to say. All right. Um, is there totally any... didn't like that burger. No, no. Uh, also, if you guys want I also got to give another one real quick to Applebee's. Oh, you go to Applebee's for their burgers? I don't think burgers? I've ever heard of them. Okay, so, well, yeah, I know you've heard of Applebee's, Dick. <laughs> No, Applebee's has got a great burger, and also if you go out to uh, Razzles in Olmstead Township, they have got some really good burgers. They got a uh, Razzle, or it's actually Razzle Boy, mm-hmm. and so, all right, so Big Bri, we are here for our trivia answer, and you asked me what trivia question. I asked you, kind of getting you ready for fantasy football. Um so, I'm looking for the team that has the most points uh-huh. from their top running back uh-huh. and top two receivers okay. combined. It's not Nick Chubb and Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Okay. They finished sixth. I need the number one team. I am going to go with, I have two. Okay. Could I give two? You can give two. All right. So, the first one I got to go with. Is the New Orleans Saints with my New Thomas. Orleans Saints is number five okay. with seven hundred and eight points. Well, that just kicked me right in the ass. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers not in the top six. Oh, okay. Number three was a bit of a surprise for me. Your Los Angeles Chargers, really seven hundred and thirty-two points. Okay. Number two, Dallas Cowboys. God damn Zeke. Zeke Cooper. Uh, Michael Gallup, but they were, oh, probably a hundred points behind, uh, the number one team and the number one team was carried by one guy, Christian McCaffrey. Really? Yep. Carolina, 872 points. It was McCaffrey. It was Curtis Samuel. Okay. And it was DJ Moore. Get out of here. McCaffrey was such a stud. (laughs) McCaffrey had see, I was 100 going to, more points than Mike Thomas. Well, see, that's why I was going with Mike Thomas and then Kamara. And I was right. thinking that and those two. That was a great guess. Uh, he had 100 a... more than Mike Thomas. He had 160 more than Aaron Jones, who was the number two running back. Get out of he here. Was a, so horrible. if you get the number one pick in fantasy, oh. you are a dummy if you don't take Christian McCaffrey. So the, I forgot one more uh, shout out for burgers. Sure. Fatheads Brewery. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, that was last one. Yeah. So, we are going to sign off here. Uh, Lauren, can't wait to talk to you next week. We're getting really excited about it. 
And if you want to get a hold of us about the uh, Vampire League, please email us, tweet at us, or hit us up on Facebook at Illegal Ham to the Face, and our email is IllegalHamToTheFace at gmail.com. We have four spots open as of right now, and we will let you know next week. I think Lauren might be in. I've been trying to sweet talk her in. Um, Brian's writing something to me. Give me a second. Oh, and also, if you guys, you know, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you guys can give us a rate, you know, whether it be two stars, one star, three stars, five stars, whatever. Just give us a rating of what you think we're doing. You know, give us a nice review, whatever you guys want to do. Also, if you guys want anything from us, hit us up. You know, we'll argue about anything. As we had to eat or pass it, Brian is a very picky eater. And, you know, I am not. So if you want to get Brian on something, be like, hey, will you do liver and onions or something like that? Hit it. I know. I know the answer to that. But hit hit us up. Hit us up and see if Brian has eaten it yet at one time or not. Mm -hmm. Because I think it would be great. Sure. Great for the show. Bring it. So, Brian, we're at that time. And we want to thank our troops. And our first responders, okay, I had my buddy actually had to go get a COVID test today, and he is a nurse down in Atlanta, Georgia. Hmm. So, Joe, you'll be okay, buddy. Prayers to you. So, I think it came back here in a few hours. But uh, we also want to thank everybody. I got to thank my buddy, Big O, who is running for Coshocton County Sheriff. Okay, if you're in Coshocta County, please vote for Big O. He is a great man. He is a family man, and he deserves, he's worked his ass off for that job. You know, help him out, because he, he really deserves it. I know we said we wouldn't get political, but it's a, it's a close family friend, Bri. Gotcha. Okay, so Bri, why don't you give him a God bless? Yeah, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. All right, we are legal ham to the face. We are uncorked unloaded and we are out thanks for listening sweet